but I had a plan that I started working on. And the plan was not just coming up with the perfect day paper. It was about developing a plan and shopping around with people who are smarter than you to give you feedback so you don't make those mistakes. It'll save you a lot of money before you leave. Welcome to the Small Business Safari, where I help guide you to avoid those traps, pitfalls, and dangers that lurk when navigating the wild world of small business ownership. I'll share those gold nuggets of information and invite guests to help accelerate your ascent to that mountaintop of success. It's a jungle out there, and I want to help you traverse through the levels of owning your own business that can get you bogged down and distract you from hitting your own personal and professional goals. So strap in, adventure team, and let's take a ride through the safari and get you to the mountaintop. Hey Adventure Team, it's Chris and we just finished up episode 16 and finished up our first season of the Small Business Safari. And I wanted to take some time and thank not only Alan, my co-host, for what he did by giving of his time and helping me with this, but I would like to say thanks to Ed and Michael for everything they did to help us get this out there. I think this will be something that a lot of people will enjoy as people start to find it. Whether you're a budding entrepreneur or you're a small business owner looking to scale your business, this is the small business safari. This is the place you need to be. This is the community you need to be listening to. I'm not saying that because I'm talking. I'm saying that because the stuff that came out of Alan and what we talked about throughout these episodes was amazing. I just want to go through a quick summary. If you don't have time to listen to all of them, listen to the summary of these 16 episodes and figure out which one's the best for you. Episode one was from zero to launch. It was a little bit of Chris's history. That's me. And talking a little bit about the story that was who I became and how I got to the place I am today. In episode two, we talked about the leap. And that's taking that leap into the small business ownership world. It's a scary world out there, people. I was in the corporate zoo. I wrote that book about it called From the Zoo to the Wild. And I talked about how taking that leap was so hard to do. And you know what? A lot of people say, hey, Chris, you had a lot of cojones for doing that. And sometimes I think I just ignored some of the natural pitfalls I was going to fall into. And I went charging all the way in. In episode three, we let Alan tell his story. I love Alan's story because he wanted to be an entrepreneur from the time he was in college. And so did I. And But he really acted on it early and did a number of different ventures throughout his career. He is a great guy. If you don't get to know him through the podcast, I think you'll see his natural charm and his really good interpersonal style coming out through these podcasts. But we had a chance to take and turn those tables. And that was episode three. And let Alan tell us all about him. In episode four, we talked about the plan because what I found is before I did the leap, I didn't have the perfect business plan, but I had a plan that I started working on. And the plan was not just coming up with the perfect day paper. It was about developing a plan and shopping around with people who are smarter than you to give you feedback so you don't make those mistakes. It'll save you a lot of money before you leap. And you know what? Even if you're already left and you're already into it, you coming in towards the end of the year, I highly recommend doing a strategic plan for the next year where you can get your team and yourself lined up for your goals. In episode five, we talked about the business plan even more because it was just too good. Couldn't stop doing it. And then we started working on the different aspects of the business plan. And it's really good. Even if you're in the middle of business, it's a good time to go take a listen to that episode. Episode six, we said, is now the time. When you finally took that leap, we talk about this all the time. When you finally say, I'm going to cut the cord and I'm going to take the jump. I say this in the book and I'll say it again. This is not a side hustle business I got into. If you want to do a side hustle, then put your expectations in the right quadrant of how much you expect to make with that, with the effort you're about to expend. 
we talk about that all magic return on effort and a return on effort and a side hustle will yield what you want it to you. But if you really want to truly make this your life's passion and something that's going to provide for you and your family, you got to go all the way in because if you're halfway in, you're all the way out. In episode seven, we talked about one of Alan and I's favorite topics, and that is being the watchdog of our customer experience because that's how you grow your business in a home service business or in any business is what is the customer experience and how are you going to get and build a loyal customer base? So that's episode seven. Episode eight, we talked about how big is your fishbowl? It's really good. And the premise was that a fish in a fishbowl can only grow to be a certain size because that's the only environment they know. And as you look to start to scale your fishbowl, how do you start to scale your size and also continue to be the watchdog of your customer experience? So episode eight really picked up on the scaling the right way to get to that right level that you wanted to. Episode nine, how to be a networking king. Networking helped both of us in our business early on. It helped me identify and find my tribe. It helped me identify and find customers. More importantly, it really helped me find and get my passion. I love networking, so it's been great for me. Episode 10, we talked about our customer service pet peeves. Little pet peeves that we all are customers and we all need to understand that we probably have some pet peeves and we also need to understand what the pet peeves of our own customers would be. So we really highlight some of the things that we did well and some things we probably didn't do so well. Episode 11, one of the highest rated episodes so far is the customer service donkey. The first person who takes that call or that contact from your customer has got to be a thoroughbred. Because no matter how much training and how much you put into this, you really got to hire the right person to be the front of your business. And sometimes for a lot of us in the beginning, it's us. And then when we start to give up that role to somebody else, we really got to make sure we don't hire a donkey. We hire a thoroughbred because you can't win the Kentucky Derby with a donkey. Episode 12 is one of Alan's favorite topics. And he tells the story that it didn't happen to him. But he talked about one of his friends going and buying a sandwich, bringing it home for his family and finding a caterpillar in one of the sandwiches. And when he went back to confront the manager about it, the manager just made him another sandwich. For a lot of us, you would say, okay, customer service, check the box. He did all right. But the point of the, the caterpillar sandwich is, did he truly solve this guy's problem? He was picking up dinner for his family, wanted to spend more time with his family, but yet had to go back and get another sandwich. And it wasn't about the sandwich. It was just a little bit more of the, how can I get my time back? So we talked about the all popular Caterpillar sandwich. Episode 13, we talked about measuring customer service. When I first started, Google was not the behemoth it was. And we had to have a lot of different measurement vehicles out there. Now, Google is your probably your best friend in terms of really measuring your customer service because that's where you're gonna get those solicited and unsolicited reviews. One of the things I hated the most was I did some work for a used car salesman and he called up and said, I wasn't really happy with the work your guys did. And every once in a while, Chris, as they say in the used car business, you gotta go out there and kick the tires with your sales guys. I want you to come take a look at this work. I didn't like it, but every once in a while, you gotta go out there and kick those tires to measure that customer service and that customer satisfaction. Episode 14, you need to fish where the fish are. You can't cast a wide net, whether it be marketing, whether it be uh, interviewing for tech, for employees, you want to be a targeted fly fisherman. And that comes from a lot of experience and trial and error. Unfortunately, you got to keep trying and keep doing it. So in episode 14, we talked about fish where the fish are and really work on trying to hire the right people. Episode 15, 
one of the ones that's near and dear to my heart, to train or not to train. Big believer in training. That's why I started the Home Service Institute. Go out and check that out, homeserviceinstitute.com. But go ahead and have a listen to that because I, regardless of the business you're in, you're going to pick up some gold nuggets of great information in there that's going to help. Episode 16, we finished up the season talking about the DISC profile and how it's helped us not only communicate with our team internally, but also with our customers and through our sales process. So there's a quick summary of the first season of the Small Business Safari. And I can't wait to start season two and have you guys start listening to this because the interviews and the people we've got coming in are dynamite. And we're going to know we're going to bring some great energy. We're going to take some great lessons learned and we're going to entertain and educate our adventure team. So make it a great day, adventure team, and keep scaling that mountain to the success you want to be. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Small Business Safari. Remember, your positive attitude will help you achieve that higher altitude you're looking for in the wild world of small business ownership. And until next time, make it a great day. Adventure team.